You know, there was a time where we would listen to radio, uh, music only from the radio, and that was it. Or I guess, you know, you could buy an album, but how do you know what to buy? Mm. And you play it on a turntable, and everyone sit around it and, and all of that. You're kind of, you're, you were so limited on what you could listen to. Mm. This is a podcast that throws all of that concept in the garbage because we now live in a day and age where you can listen to almost anything, almost any time. That's a lot of songs to listen to. What was it like when you were a kid listening before radio? Before radio, actually, it was um, before even time. And so... They <laughs> Did didn't... you know Marconi or was that just like a... <laughs> That's right. Now, our <laughs> percussion instruments were slapping the side of a big boulder. Have you ever listened to jug music? Yes, it, it's pretty fascinating. I went through a phase where I was listening to a ton of jug music from the 20s and 30s. By the way, the voice you're hearing right now is Chris Cochran. That's right. And he's one of the hosts here, pretty much the brainchild of this podcast. And uh, Chris, I will say, I love listening to street players that play five-gallon bucket. Is that what you're talking about, jug playing? No, no, no. There's a, whole, actual, yeah, there's a so. genre of, of jazz, uh, not jazz, um, Americana style music from the 20s and 30s where they would literally play like a big giant jug like the kind that you would use for like moonshine. Right. Um, and there was, there's it's a it's a whole genre called jug music. Uh, and if you look it up, I, I literally went through like a six month period where I was wow. listening to it like every day. Well, and what I'm talking about is what the guys lay out all those five gallon buckets, of, mm. uh, you know, and they're, they're playing like a basic drum set. But some of the things they the sounds they get are yeah. just incredible. And you're thinking, how on earth is this guy playing on the streets? That's true. So anyway, my name is Phil, and I'm the other host of this podcast. Yes, you are. And we are awkwardly making our way through this episode. And if you haven't heard before, I'm going to give you in a nutshell what we are all about. Today, Chris is bringing a song to the table that, in theory... Very few people. <laughs> There's a dog under our feet messing with our microphone stands. Yes, that's, yeah, uh, different place we're recording these days. It's all right. But that's all right, because that's how we roll. Anyway, Chris is bringing the song. I only get the lyrics. I've actually opened the lyrics, so yeah. they're in front of me. But that's all I get. I don't get. I don't get the title, and I don't get the artist. And when we're listening to the song, I will throw the dog across the room so it's not lying on the mic stand, <laughs> chewing her ball. Uh, anyway, so that's kind of the, the deal. Uh, and, and we all know songs, however we got to hearing them the first time. Mm. We, we hear them, and they never went anywhere. Mm. And that's travesty, right? It is. And it's good music. And yes. there's good songs. Yes. And so <laughs> I'm just going to pass it over to Chris before I break everything. But Chris, yeah, I want you to set something up today. So I'm excited about this song. Yeah. I've wanted to do this. is one of the original songs on my oh. list from uh, years and years ago that I wanted to play because it's one of those songs that for me uh, is very, it's it's timeless in the sense that uh, not musically it's not timeless, but in, in the, the lyrics, we all know I'm a big lyrics guy. Right. Um, the lyrics are timeless and they're probably more apropos now than they were when this song was written. And so I'm super excited for it. And I'll tell you more about that uh, after we jump in and listen to the song. Are you ready? I am ready. Bring it on, and please. I'm just, excited. Let's jump right in.
Best rock ending ever. You know, it's interesting. I I feel like I know this band. I know I don't because you said I don't. I probably right. don't. But it has that feel of... of Familiarity? Of, of, yes, big time. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm not thinking of the name of the band right now, but uh, Love is in the name of the band. I can't think of the name. Anyway. Uh, Bread? No. <laughs> No, this is nothing like bread. Okay, okay. <laughs> nothing. And and David Gates, no. Okay. Uh, this just was a fun song. Oh, my gosh, Chris, this one line really stuck out at me. Um, you traded in your peace sign for a finger. Oh, this is that was the line. I was, I've, I've had this on the list. And last week, uh, when I was thinking about what songs we were going to play, or maybe a couple weeks ago, when I was thinking through what songs we were going to play, right. that's that's the, the song, the line, that I'm like, I have to play this song now. That line, it, you know, there are some songs that have such powerful lines that uh, it doesn't need a lot of words to convey what it's trying to say. Yes. That one is one of those lines. And I, you know, it's, in your peace sign for a finger. So what's funny is I've, this song came out when I was still in high school, um, which will give you some era. Um, and, uh, when that, that line stood out to me from the first time I ever heard the song, the crazy part about that line is I always pictured in my mind 
Uh, you traded in your peace sign for a finger like you're pointing at somebody else. And now I realize, nope, it's the big middle finger. That's right. It's exactly right. But he, the, the, the uh, writer conveyed that by, well, obviously you missed it, but back in the day, you're in high school. Right. Um, the the uh, A finger, to me, there was no other finger. Well, and it's funny, too, because if you do the peace sign and then you're like, oh, I'm, yeah, it makes total sense, right? <laughs> no. Oh, man. So I really like this. This song had a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. And I like songs. This is going to sound weird, but I like songs because you, you mentioned the familiarity of it, where I can, I hear the drum riffs coming. I hear the little fills coming, F-I-L-L-S. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, I mean, by a third through the song, I, I, I feel it. I hear it. And um, it's a super simple progression. Mm-hmm. So... That's great. Yeah. Because uh, there are a lot of other things that lift it up. Yeah. So. The, the piece at the end where they're nah, 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 which is like really like rock anthem and which is yep. fun. Um, well, and, and you talk about being able to sing. Yes. Though, I mean, you don't even need to learn those words. Right. And you can feel a part of that song. 100%. When singing that. Yeah. I was guessing the name of this song is Lose Yourself. But nope. I, I'm probably wrong. That's it like incorrect. An it's called Violent Blue. Oh, yeah, right from the very top. Yeah, uh, Violent Blue. Uh, the band is called Chagall Guevara. Okay. Um, they named their band after communist revolutionary Che Guevara and painter Mark Chagall. And the, they were implying they were making revolutionary art. Well, it kind, kind of could be. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, funny thing about this band, um, they were kind of a super group. Uh, they were um, all former either mu- um, front men or musicians in the Christian music circles. And they decided in 1990 that they didn't want anything to do with that world anymore. And so, so they actually wanted a, a complete detachment. Correct. Correct. So they formed this band and they got a, a record contract with MCA. Uh, they released this album. It, the, the album is called Chagall Guevara. Uh, they released. It's the only album they ever released. Uh, they released it in 1991. It got rave reviews from critics. And that year, one, uh, back in the old days before we had uh, alternative music and all these other different genres like right. named, college radio was what that genre was called. This was the number one album played on college radio that year in 1991. So this is like right at the beginning of grunge and everything else. You kind of hear that in the production. A little bit. But, I mean, it's still pretty clean. Right, right. Yeah. Um, So they get signed to MCA, and MCA completely dropped the ball promoting them. They did a terrible job of promoting them. They They hadn't actually, MCA hadn't broken a rock band in 12 years when they signed this band, and they didn't know what they were doing. And then the other side of it was, all these dudes were like in their like late 30s, early 40s when they mm. started this band. And so they all had kids and families, and some of them had like a lot of kids. And so the lead <laughs> well, singer... Uh, a rock star, that makes sense. The lead singer, uh, who I'll tell you about in a minute, uh, basically in an interview I was listening to was uh, a couple years ago, he said, I thought we should be responsible for breaking the band ourselves. And the rest of the band was like, no, 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 that's the job of the, the label. And since nobody did it, they, it never happened. Yeah, that's really depressing. Uh, and it kind of just um, uh, exemplifies the 
how hard it was in the old days to get airplay yeah. and to get your music in front of people because if it didn't get played on the radio, you wear... And this is a song where in 1991, it's right before Smells Like Teen Spirit comes out. Oh, so wow. when you hear rock and roll like this, there wasn't like kind of the, the heavy metal butt rock of the day. It wasn't like it didn't fall into any genre. So what radio station is going to play this? No, right? but this is a great stepping stone into a song like Nirvana's you right. know, and that stuff. It's, it, it segues into and without the credit. Yep. So the band, uh, Chicago Vera's first album they ever did, uh, they did a single for the sound for us movie soundtrack. The song is called Tale of the Twister. And the soundtrack is Christian Slater's Pump Up the Volume movie. Mm. Do you remember that? Nope. It was about a pirate radio station ah. when Christian Slater was still uh, like a thing. Everybody knew who he was. Um, so uh, the lead singer of this band is a gentleman who is called Steve Taylor. And Steve Taylor is super well known in contemporary Christian music because he was this crazy outlier who wrote really, really interesting lyrics, um, two of which I'll tell you. He wrote a song about um, bombing abortion clinics called I Blew Up the Clinic Real Good, and it's a satire song. Uh, And he did another song called Since I Gave Up Hope, I Feel a Lot Better. And so it's all of his music is somewhat tongue-in-cheek, and when you listen to this album, uh, it's not tongue-in-cheek and in fact i loved this song from the get-go because i've never heard a song with someone calling someone else out like you mother effer what is wrong with you yeah and in a more fun way right you know what i mean i mean a quick story yeah (laughs) so shelly and i live on a on a golf course and we get our share of golf bars golf balls we're already over two uh, over 120 probably this year yeah Wow. We're average 220 a year, something okay. like that, okay? But we're way ahead of the average right now. So I'm out in the backyard, and I hear, and you you start to hear these things. That's one of the reasons I don't let our tortoises go down too far, because if they get hit by a golf ball, they'll die. So Literally, you have tortoises. I have two tortoises. Okay. Yeah, but they, much like a lot of people here in North Idaho, they're still asleep. Yes. Because we haven't seen the sun. That's <laughs> true. So I'm in the backyard. And I hear, you know, the, the, the hit of the ball and then it going through a couple trees and branches, which is, you know, and I hear where it is so I don't have to duck. And then I hear thunk and I look up on my house and it's rolling. It's dun, 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 on the roof. And it, that is a whole. It's like so, half an acre away. Yeah. Chris just turned around because we're recording in, the, in, in my basement and he looked at the golf course, which is, you know, a good 300 feet. Yes. Oh, wait. And add on to that where the tee box is. Okay. Yeah. So it lands right up against the neighbor's fence. Uh, I can't believe it's that bad a shot. So, of course, <laughs> I'm in the yard and this cart comes up and they're kind of looking for their ball. And I'm like, I have got to congratulate you. He says, what? I said, that is the worst shot I have ever seen. <laughs> that is so impressive. <laughs> and I said it with a smile. I said, I think I'm a bad golfer, but man, I don't know if I could do what you just did. <laughs> and he's like, sorry. <laughs> kind of like what this guy said, you mother effer, but with a smile on his yes. face, right? <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> sometimes you got to make a point, Chris, yes. but you don't want to cause a war. Right. Well, it's funny, too, because uh, if you live in other parts of the world or other parts of the country, this 
may or may not resonate with you because I don't know what it's like in like Alabama right mm. now or or like Virginia or England, but I do know what it's like in North Idaho right now. And and we're in this and we don't get political on this show ever. No, no. But there's this weird political tension happening right now in North Idaho that this song fits completely. The when did you uh, you traded your peace <clears throat> sign in for a finger? The the line that says. Um, don't you recall when the perfume of belief was all we needed to set our sights? There's, it's this whole calling out of another human being for you used to be a good person. Yeah. And now you're just a dick. Yeah. And why? What, what changed? What made you go that direction? He even says, was it sudden? Was right. it clean? Or were there a lot of shades in between? Yeah. Well, uh, it may, it's like in this great segue also, like any um, actor or band who all of a sudden hits the scenes they mm. put in a lot of work up there so i'm guessing it is did have a lot of shades in between but then all of a sudden boom you realize where you are now right. you, you've dropped that finger from two to one so i would uh, I, i'm gonna use this moment as my soapbox moment if i could oh please do do you, do you need a box no i'm okay. i'm good um, I, I just, as I was, as I was listening to this song and I was like really preparing for this episode, uh, I was struck with the state of our nation. Uh, and I think even the world, there's so much anger and so much hatred and so much bitterness because we disagree with somebody about something and some couple things, right. not even, I mean, like, yes, not very many things. No. And, and it just, and we, we need to just Stop fighting. Stop putting your crap on Facebook. I'm just sorry. I'm just going to say that. Like you're, you're, no one's ever changed their mind because you posted some meme on Facebook, right? You never saw someone blasting someone's beliefs, whether they agree with you or not. And they went, you know what? You're right. I should be thinking. It doesn't happen that way. No. That happens through conversation and relationship and right. love. Uh, and so I, I listened to this and thought the words of this are super timely uh, for what the world is going through today. Well, the Beatles put it well. All you need is love. Yes. Okay. I, and I say this often. People are like, well, you need more than just love. I said, you really don't. Mm. I mean, uh, you really just need to go there. Let's concentrate on the 70% that we agree with. Yes. And the 30% we can have a actual adult conversation, fine. Right. If we can't have an adult conversation because it's gotten too emotional, Maybe we just agree to disagree and set that to the side. Yeah. And and so uh, your soapbox is welcome on this podcast anytime. <laughs> Thanks. It's our podcast. We I do whatever know, we want. Whatever we want. Exactly. <laughs> so did you? Is this one of the best songs you've never heard? Yes. This this is one of the songs that'll actually make some of the rotation in some of my mm, playlists. Cool. Yeah. Because it's just I. You know, it's a very uplifting song, even though it may not uh, lyrically be uplifting. Yeah. But I really liked the energy of the song, and so did Lucy. <laughs> there's if you if you want to check out the rest of this album, by the way, it's just called Chicago Guevara. Um, and there's another couple songs on here. Um, one of them is called "Love Is a Dead Language," which I just thought was a great lyric title. Uh, and the other one, there's another one called uh, "If It All Comes True," is such a good. It's the other one I debated mm. between this one and that yeah. one, but this was the one that was more appropriate for what's going on in the world today. Well, that's that's fantastic, and it is a great song. It's a great lesson. And it's uh, a great message. And so thank you for that. This is one of the greatest songs I've ever heard. And uh, we're going to wrap this up real quick before someone gets uh, real barky. Uh, <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at... You've never called me barky before. Uh, well, you are very barky. At G-S-Y-N-H podcast on Facebook. 
where we actually talk about good things on Facebook. Mm, we do. The greatest song you never heard. And you'll notice there's a thread, there's a theme. The greatest song you never th- heard.com is our website. Mm, that's true. It's branding at its best. Should we change that? Why? Because you bring oh, songs that everyone's heard. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> God, you opened the door and I walked right in like, what's all this fire in here? <laughs> oh, with that, we're going to let you go. And I'm going to sulk some more. We'll see you next week on the Greatest Song You Never Heard podcast. Mm-hmm.